0: 2023 was the year of AI, at least the way that people have highlighted it.
1: I think it is here to help the greater good, right, to help the human species.
2: There's lots of hype about AI, and specifically this year,
3: of course, it was about generative AI, where AI is actually creating things for you. It's the latest buzzword that people are flocking to, to have another way to talk about the industry and the growth in the industry.
2: Greetings and welcome to this first in a series of IMCCA podcasts to wrap up 2023. I'm David Danto representing the IMCCA today, and I'm with my fellow IMCCA board member, Rich Sasson.
4: This week's subject is AI or artificial intelligence, a topic so pervasive that you can't look at social media or read an industry publication without hearing about it. Is it really the collaboration industry's future or just a passing hype storm? Should we be looking forward to the improvements or dreading its influence? Let's hear what IMCCA member firms and industry analysts have to say about it.
5: I, I felt a little bit like there was a lot of hype. If I if I go back, let's say a couple of years ago, and remember I I did a PhD in AI in the 90s, in the late 90s, right? So I kind of had got involved in it pretty early on in its cycle, pre the point where the industry got really excited about it all. And I I think we went, uh, we took a very practical perspective all those years ago, like how do we apply search algorithms to deal with extremely large problems effectively? And we did pretty well. It has changed an awful lot since then. Uh, I think what is really interesting now are, I think the combination of AI as the ability to consolidate and understand what is going on out there based on data. And I think the interesting things is how that data can be secure inside company data. So it's very targeted search and kind of amalgamation of information. And then I think in addition to that, it's the ability to analyze that information quickly and efficiently. So guided AI now is starting to become extremely valuable. The last piece of the puzzle is then generative AI where you can actually say, okay, give me, for example, uh, a piece of data based on the information, based on the analysis, give me a, a document, a piece of information that I can use now to be able to present my perspective on this based on what I've guided you, you to go look at, dear AI tool. The, the hype around
6: AI is the mass adoption, the mass realization. Uh, from the general public, the the AV a- a- has been doing AI or a version of AI for a number of years. But a year ago or so, the entire public realized that holy cow, there's this thing called AI, and I can go to a website and type in, you know, write x, y, or z. That's where the, the hype is coming from. And it's twofold. Number one, it's this bell curve where, you know, people suddenly realize the the possibilities, and they overblow the, the possibilities. And then there's this disillusion of what it really is capable of the other side is the scare is the is the fear behind oh my gosh ai is going to take our jobs oh my gosh ai is going to take over the world i.e skynet Um, but it's it, it you know the truth is somewhere in the middle and and it is a very useful tool but the hype is very well real and it probably will be overhyped for probably another year or so until everybody settles the heck down and starts using it on a more daily basis.
0: You know, we have a number of opportunities, I think, from the collaboration perspective in the unified communication space to make meetings better using AI. And I think that the platform providers are taking a look at that. I think the vendors in the space are taking a look at that and trying to make sure that we are creating an experience that's a little bit more equitable, uh, an experience where you know, everyone can put their best face forward and that there is enough context for what's happening on the screen and that you hear that um, makes sense for you know making a better meeting experience
1: as you think about it just from a collaboration perspective, you know, using it within a platform that you use every day, whatever platform you call your digital hub or your digital home, having it there as uh, an assistant or a co-pilot, I think is just speaks volumes of where we're going today, right? A lot of us or a lot of folks don't have admins or analysts or people they can quickly just tap on a shoulder to get certain information to help them do something or produce something and having that ai assistant there i think will certainly help speed uh you know help to to speed up those answers and help with those productivity questions and just various kind of use cases so that's what you really use AI for It's just to kind of help you be better. This isn't, this isn't my dad's AI. This, this really is different. Uh, One is that it is actually smarter. If you look at things like uh, Zoom's intelligent director, it's not just doing different views of different cameras. It knows who the people are in the room and has three different cameras or whatever. And knows that the David in camera one is the David in camera two and gets the the best view. It's, it's, it's smarter, but uh, what really is the magic and, and, the hype and the reality is the generative ai the the language modeling the fact that it feels like there's someone talking to me when i when i play with chat and i and i do play i don't work i play with chat gpt but when i play with it um it's not always right but it's so engaging and it's such a natural way to to work with a, a source, once once it gets the information right it's such a natural way to work with something it's um it's very compelling it is something different
3: I think AI will have an impact from the standpoint of how organizations wish to work and get things accomplished. As an example, for UCC space, it's going to impact how one schedules meetings. It's going to impact what one has to do when they go into a room or office environment. And I think a lot of the tasks we've done historically, step-by-step manually in the past, are gonna be automated. When I go into a room, it's going to know I've gone to the room, it will deal with the lighting, it will deal with the acoustics, it will deal with the shades. When I need to connect to a meeting, I don't have to press all the buttons, I just say connect. And it takes care of that connection and then adjusting both my lighting and my audio. So I think a lot of the things we've found annoying in the past that were steps we had to take which meant our meetings might be 10 to 15 minutes late until everybody gets on the meeting are gonna be handled by AI.
2: In the past, AI has been in a sense hiding in plain sight doing things like taking things away, like noises and backgrounds and wrinkles. Um, But this generative AI, the hype is really around the fact that I can go from zero to 60 in a few seconds by giving it a prompt. I can ask it to write an email explaining my website's going to be down for a few hours due to upgrades, and then I did do this exact example, and out comes two pages of some pretty well-written text, and so I'm not staring at a blank screen. I mean, maybe I go do edits, and I think that the part of the hype that has yet to hit is really where AI is able to do things based on we simply tell it the outcomes we're looking for. And so, for instance, I say I want to survey survey my employees to figure out how they're feeling about the current work situation. And AI as the personal assistant, if it is indeed embedded in my office suite, whether that's the Microsoft Office suite or the Google suite, it now could go ahead and Graph the email, send the email out to the group, get the responses, uh, be able to, you know, collate and create some graphs based on that. And I think we will see Microsoft Copilot, you know, promises to do that. It goes GA supposedly November 1st. So either very soon now, or if you're watching this, maybe it's already GA.
4: Now, To keep that current base, the equipment that is installed inside of that conference room, inside of that enterprise workplace, has to be working. Otherwise, you're opening up the door for competition. And the way that you keep it working is you enhance and embolden the workflow from the user so that when they walk into that conference room, it is a seamless experience. It is a working experience. And that sounds very simple. But now with AI taking the place, or at least, I don't wanna say taking the place actually, but really supplementing and complementing uh, the support that typically went in there that was previously reactive, and we're typically only getting a call after the room was down or not working correctly, now your customers are walking into that space, then it's always working because you're being proactive because the device themselves are recognizing whether or not they're having an issue.
0: The The piece that we all have to get over is, what are we actually looking for in terms of AI, right? Because it could be that I am looking to reach out to, for example, all the content that's out there to bring me resolution answers. Or it could be that AI is being used to structure how a room is being utilized or set up, etc. And it could be that it is doing a Auto type of resolution, because you know AI is going out there with UC, you know it, it could be that it's uh, can't remember what year it was, um, not too long ago, but where AI was starting to be integrated into taking the the transcript of of a meeting and helping you find a certain spot, right? To go to go remind yourself about something that was said or a task that maybe was assigned to you or just more education. You know you have to go back and, and revisit something. So everybody has their different view on what AI is going to do for them. And every customer or every company is going to have a different idea about how they want AI to be used. So, you know, I I sometimes I get, I worry when we use very overarching terms, you know, because it means something different to everyone. That's been
7: one of the things that's been, I think, most attractive or has been most widely mentioned, um, is that AI allows you to tap into a skill category that you may not have, or it enhances your work. Right? We have all these stories of people using Chat GPT where they input uh, their weekly report and then they have Chat GPT reformat and and uh, rearticulate a little bit in that sense. However, on the flip side, what I think is happening now is people are very interested in the in the creative end, but now they're looking at, well, what can this do for me? And so, what we're going through right now is the um, the approach of AI to start to change how your day works within your your organization. And so, we're seeing uh, primarily on the platforms. And when I say platforms, I'm talking about Microsoft and and Zoom, and then others are moving into it. Um, But what we're seeing is we're seeing these platforms harness AI to help eliminate or condense functions somebody would go through during the day. What's different about this
8: year is really is ease of use and the democratization of AI. And yes, it is around generative AI, around chat GPT, but this is the first time, you know, that a new technology has been introduced and it's as easy to use by students, by executives, by by marketing people, by engineers, by sales folks. And it's happened so quickly that anyone can go into ChatGPT, type in a prompt and get useful information. Yes, there's, there's questions about hallucinations. There's questions about accuracy. There's questions about, you know, what is the intellectual property that is being generated? But as far as an ease of use and in the, the availability to the masses, that's, to me, that's what's transformational about about what's happened this year. It's not just something that's happening in the background. Yeah, when I use Waze or when I use, you know, Google Maps, I know there's AI behind it, but I don't really actually see it. Um this is where it's actually present to the users and it, and that's to me it's it's been um you know the the big change in 2023.
4: That's it for
2: this week's 2023 wrap podcast. Join us next week when our topic will be hybrid work.